this shouldn't matter, but it's really just icing on top of it all is the fact that the Nationals are in the hunt for a a playoff spot right now. So it's like not only is he getting the call back up, but yeah, it's not a it's not a meaningless call up. Yeah, he's gonna have a chance to contribute. Yeah, this is a big deal. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen of the United States. We're speaking from our box directly behind home plate. But you fans don't need to have me tell you what this is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 92. I'll be your host, Kyle Corn, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. <laughs> just found out all sorts of things about this podcast before we hopped on air. You just want to scratch the whole where's your head at segment. You want me to just completely demolish the intro, come up with something new. I don't know. You got is mad it, at me when I started to get all philosophical and leaving baseball topics for my where my head is at. Is there anything else? Me being honest. Anything else you want to scratch? Is. Anything? Just go ahead. Now's the time to tell me. Is there anything else you hate about the podcast? Do you even like I mean, me? I think we should probably just call it after 24 years. We couldn't even make it to 100. You're going to call it after 92 episodes? No, we got to stick it out to 100, then we'll reevaluate. See what's going on after that. Well, since you want to scratch the whole where your where's your head at thing, uh, yeah. I'm going to transition flawlessly into the fact that I just randomly created a discount code for our listeners and our listeners only for the shop today. I was bored, and I was like, you know what? I'll show them some love. So created I don't know if a I consider this a flawless transition. It was flawless without error. Uh, a twenty percent off promo code. Do you want to guess what it is? Twenty percent off. Yep, just for our listeners. You want to guess what it is? Hmm. It's not DTD. No. That'd be too easy. It's Nate twenty. Nate 20? Yep. Why? No rhyme or reason. I was just like, need a promo code? Let's just go with Nate 20. Why 20? Because it's 20% off. All right. But why Nate? Because you're on the show. Hmm. Interesting. Is it, is it in all caps? It is in all caps. Hmm. I like it. I th- I mean cool, I was I just being I was just trying to be a good guy. But if I knew you were just gonna dismantle the whole podcast before we hopped on, I maybe would have taken another route. I'm being a little narcissistic tonight. Clearly, that's just in my veins right now. Well, I'm gonna let you sit over there in the corner with that while I dive into some baseball history here. September sixth, starting us off. 1953 with Giants manager Leo. Durocher, Durocher, Wallace. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see that far. <laughs> it's like right in front of my face. Were you born in 1953? With <laughs> with Giants manager Leo Durocher yelling, "Stick it in his ear!" Ruben Gomez hits Carl Ferrillo, the National League's leading hitter, on the wrist by a pitch. Mm. After taking first base, the Dodgers right fielder bolts into the opposing dugout to choke quote leo the lip but in the melee <laughs> the knuckle on his little finger is fractured putting an end to his season what i like that just beelining it straight into the dugout i mean yeah but if you're gonna fracture your knuckle on your little finger you're not punching the right way yeah you're not you're not getting the better end of that deal like no. was it was it worth it Leo the Lip won that battle. Very much so. 1995, our guy, the GOAT, 
the true GOAT. Cal Ripken breaks Lou Gehrig's consecutive games record playing in his 2,131st straight game. When the game becomes official in the middle of the fifth inning, the new, quote, Iron Man takes a victory lap around Camden Yards during the 22-minute standing ovation from the sellout crowd, including President Bill Clinton. It's never going to be broken. It'll never happen. Yeah, that is... That's got to be the safest record in baseball, right? What was it, like 13 years or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could come up with another record that wouldn't be broken, but this one will never be broken, ever. Yeah, and anyone saying, like, oh, like baseball it's it's easier to play consecutive games no you travel that much i mean like how how tired were you after the colorado trip you got off the plane you're like i'm dead i didn't even play baseball i got off the plane i was like i'm dead we didn't play baseball we recorded a podcast the next day we i mean we recorded a podcast in like 80 degree weather sitting in bleachers yeah and anyone saying oh you make millions of dollars like he wasn't making that much money back in 1995. Yeah, it was good. But it's he sure not he sure today. wasn't, Nate. He sure wasn't. So, although I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed when I when we were talking about that before we got on the podcast. I said Cal Ripken's in baseball history, and you go, "Oh, that's nice, dude." I don't. I barely knew it was September. You're lucky I get that right. Yeah, how is it September already? Exactly. Where did the year go? It's gone. It's done. Weren't we like just making our preseason predictions? No, thank God. I, I, it's going to be brutal getting back to the offseason. I do not look forward to that. Jeez, man. Time is flying. 2000, after reaching an agreement. Now, this is, this is interesting. After reaching an agreement with Mogan, Lewis, and... Bacchius. Why do we always get Killing the it. wildest names on Killing this it. on this stuff? Bacchius? Yes. After reaching an agreement with Mogan, Lewis, and Bacchius, LLP, Major League Baseball can now use the URL www.mlb.com. The law firm registered the MLB.com in 1994 and had refused to release the domain name, making it necessary for the sport to use www.majorleaguebaseball.com. Oh, that's just... That's just so that's that's over the top. Get out of here, Bacchus. Uh, like I'm, if, if I needed to see what was happening in in the sport that on a given day, I'm not going to MajorLeagueBaseball.com. Like I'll have to find out that info somewhere else. Smart though. That's, I mean, that's too much. Are, domain battles, I they always intrigue me. They're so genius. Speaking of which, do you know the app uh, TikTok? Just say yes yeah, so you don't make I've, us seem old. I know of it. I've never downloaded it nor observed exactly what it does. I think it's like some type of music thing, right? It was. It's more it's evolving more into video. I was sitting there today. I think it was like shortly after I made the Nate 20 promo code. I was just trying okay. to just knock random stuff out. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go claim DTD Baseball. Just in case down the road we need to use that in some capacity. Yeah. So DTD Baseball is now on TikTok. I mean, it's just... I have no stuff. purpose for it right now, but I just wanted Genius. to want to let you know. You never know. You just got to take advantage of it. You remember when... What was it? Something happened this year. Something happened this year. Like a team... A lot of things happened this year, Nate. A team changed their don- domain name for like a day. Oh, and then like yes, a, a yes, fan yes. like swooped in and, and stole it. Yes. What was that? Yeah. What team was I'm that? I'm actually, I'm actually curious. That's gonna bother me. MLB domain name. There's probably somebody on like listening right now that knows it and is just yelling it at our faces right now. <laughs> what was it? Anyway. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for that support. Thank you. Cheer to bail you out. Uh, lastly here, 2002, Oakland's 20-game winning streak is stopped when the Twins and Brad Radke, who throws a six-hitter, that's that's not a thing. A six-hitter? Yeah, stop. That, no. Stop. It stops after, like, three. Tops. 
when Brad Radke blanks the team at the Metrodome 6-0. The A's fell one game short of equaling the second longest modern winning streak in baseball history, established by the Cubs, who won 21 straight contests in 1935. A.K.A. Moneyball. In 2002. So sad. Uh, well, what's not so sad, Nate, is some of these call-up stories we've been seeing the last couple of days. How about it? Dude, just amazing. And I think we, like, I know we, I'd say there's certain fans around the league that aren't a huge fan of September call-ups just because of the number of people that get called up and the roster size and how games get longer and you have 15 arms in the bullpen now or whatever but you gotta remember like this is the one special chance that some players get and i think i mean the ones that we're specifically talking about tonight are pretty freaking cool yeah starting off here with the morin brothers or moran brothers i'm as if you haven't realized by now i'm terrible with names you can't really pronounce them can't remember them Mm -hmm. names Mm -hmm. are just not my thing Mm-hmm. But with that said, Brian Moran, Morin, Charlie Moran, <laughs> Morin. Should we just call him by both names so we get at least one of them right? I think if you call him Moran, Moran, kind of like Duran, Duran. Moran, yes. Brian Moran, Colin Moran, the former being a Marlins pitcher, the latter Pirates third baseman. They met up tonight. Uh, Amazing. For the, let me make sure I got this right here. It was the first time since 1900 that a player faced his brother in a pitcher-batter matchup in his Major League Baseball debut. Which seems like a like a, a very arbitrary like stat, but when it happens, I feel like it's pretty noteworthy. So I guess you kind of have yeah. to keep that around. But yeah, just one of the one of the few stories we've seen in the past week or so. Very cool. Uh, Brian, the Marlins pitcher, was selected in the '09 draft. Pitched in the minors, had TJ, and even played some indie ball before finally finally getting the call wow. up to the bigs. Nice. Uh, so his, I guess it would have been, I guess Collins, the younger brother, because uh, I think he got drafted later um but yeah he as i said pirates third baseman uh had the had to take the k tonight against his brother making his debut i think you said what he went he went uh it was a 2-0 he went up 2-0 fouled off a fastball no fouled off a slider down and out which was a like a horrible pitch it's nothing you're looking for 2-0 then got a fastball up and in missed so it's 3-1 Fouled off a fastball that was like top of the zone and then took a slider on the down and out corner. And this is a lefty lefty matchup, by the way. And older brother on the bump has a very disgusting arm slot down underneath. And it is does it just doesn't look comfortable. So I kind of feel for the younger brother. Uh, just plugging in here the latest edition of Cax Facts. Nate, did you know who their uncle is? By chance, you probably don't. Probably don't. You just want me to tell you. I think I or just you, want to hear it. You just want you want to guess. Or you want me to tell you. Uh, can you give me a hint? It, will your hint help me get anywhere near this? Um, let me see. Let me see if I construct a quality hint here. He was. He was a teammate at one point with the man that we mentioned in baseball history. A.K.A. Cal Ripken. Different last name? Yes. How many guesses do I get? I'll give you two. Mm, B.J. Serhoff. You knew who it was. Seriously? You knew who it was. You looked I it up. Would, you looked it up. I swear to God. There's no oh way. God. You just pulled that. No. I was going either B.J. Serhoff or Brady Anderson. Those oh were the two names I was going to say. Well done. B.J. Serhoff yes, is their uncle. Bang. Little known fact. I'm super proud. I wish you could see me right now. I'm just chilling, holding my phone, 
speaker away from me because you get angry about keeping the right angle when I talk into this thing. I'm telling you, I did not look that up. Well, congratulations. As I said, little known fact, well, to us, hopefully they know who their uncle is. Um, but yes, Cax Facts, latest edition. Uh, but I don't even care what happens the rest of the show. I'm so proud of myself. All right, dude. I mean, there's only so many guys it could have been. <laughs> he played for like 20 years. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> moving right along here, a guy that also seems he would probably tell you feels like he's been playing for 20 years. Aaron Barrett, just an awesome story with the Nats. Oh my god, that's so cool. This was crazy to read this article. Yeah, I like I remember when he was with the Nats because as I mentioned on here before, going to Nats games and and whatnot. Like I remember him being part of the club, uh, being a rel- relatively noteworthy arm, and then just fell off the face of the map. And then uh, underwent TJ in September of 2015, I believe it was. Uh, and then the next summer snaps his humorous. Yeah, which like isn't normal to do while pitching. It's like of the choice to snap it or not to snap it, snapping it probably isn't the ideal end of that choice. Like it, it, given those two options, you probably don't want to snap it, right? You give good advice. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm asking you, like that's probably the, the better the better choice, right? To not snap yeah. it. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, our guy Aaron did. Uh, but as I'm sure a number of you have already heard, is en route to a great comeback story. In fact, he's probably he's probably wrapping this thing up, given the fact that he even made it back onto the team, regardless how he plays or performs on the mound. Uh, yeah, he's, then, he's what thirty now. Thirty one. 31. Uh, but yeah, the Nats opened a spot up for him. Uh, they had to shift around some guys for the, or rather, on the IL. Uh, so they opened up a spot for him. He got yeah. called up Tuesday. Uh, but it was the way that it happened, which is what's got everybody talking. It went viral the video of uh, Sen- Harrisburg Senators manager calling a meeting. I guess it was like after a workout or something. Or yeah. whatever, um, and he apparently, which I don't. You you said you saw the video. I did watch, but it. I don't know. I don't know if you caught like the background of it. But apparently, the the manager had said that they were gonna create an award in his name. So that's kind of like how they got him hooked uh, in the meeting there, and then obviously told him, "Hey, uh, you're going back to the big leagues." It was just an awesome while whilst choking up. Like awesome the dude video. Was, yeah, very dude emotional. I'm not gonna lie. I, like I watched it and I was getting emotional because I was like, I can't even imagine what this guy's going through, like or what he's gone through rather. Uh, but to get that news, especially which this shouldn't matter, but it's really just icing on top of it all is the fact that the Nationals are in the hunt for a a playoff spot right now. So it's like not yeah. only is he getting the call back up, but yeah, it's not a it's not a meaningless call up. Yeah, this he's is, gonna have a chance to contribute. Yeah, this is a big deal, and yeah, I just think it's. I mean, the stories. How many guys do you hear, or I guess never hear about again when they just come up, they get their cup of coffee, and then they're gone. And that very easily could have been this guy's story five years ago, but for him to battle back through Tommy John, which is hard enough, and then. After coming back from Tommy John, you snap your arm, but you break a bone in your arm that has never been broken while you're pitching. Like doctors were like laughing. They said the article said that the doctors were laughing, saying that there's no way that he did it while he was pitching. Like that's absurd to come from that battle all the way back. You're already at that later end. I mean, we've we've talked about it constantly how. 30 31's old in baseball now or older and not exactly the peak time to, to make your you know second debut or whatever so for the fact that he came back i'm rooting for the guy 1000 percent. and for now i just hope the nationals just make it further just to see him 
Yeah, he was. I think it was in two separate interviews. He was quoted as saying these two uh, these two little tidbits. He said, "It's pretty surreal. I try to picture back when I first got called up in 2014, making the team out of camp. Kind of what that experience was compared to this. And I and I honestly think this one might be better than the first one. Like, he obviously would know. Yeah, he would know best. But I'm sitting there looking. I, I'm thinking this has to be far better." Just given you know kind of like kind of like what Kyle? you said, what dugout mugs? Wow! In an emotional in an emotional segment, you're welcome. And you're no just gonna, gonna drop. You're just gonna drop. Now this. I'm dropping it right here. Holy no cow! Drinking from a baseball bat. The audacity! Wild. Sitting but. here saying, "Oh, I'm rooting for the guy. I hope the Nats make it far." Yada yada yada. And then you just drop this on there. You're making. You're, yada, yada, you're, yada, you're yada. making us look bad. You're making du- you're putting dugout mugs in a just brutal spot right now. Like no, they, perfect spot. They had Top nothing. The they had nothing to do with this. You're welcome, dugout mugs. Holy Drinking cow. from a baseball bat sounds wild, but what's more wild than that is not using a dugout mug to do it. Dugout mugs are personalized gifts for players, coaches, and fans. You can kick back with a beverage in a barrel that's got your name on it. Or maybe you want one with your favorite MLB team's logo on it. Have a business that's got a logo you want to slap on there? Dugout Mugs has all the bases covered. They don't just stop at mugs either. From their wind-up mugs, wind-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the like for, for the folks who missed it last episode, how just let them know how it's spelled. Wind. W-I-N-E-D. They're all about those baseball puns, man. Grape juice. Anyway, from their wind-up mugs to their bat knob shot glasses, they've got the perfect gift for the baseball fanatic in your life. As a new presenting sponsor of us, the 3 Take, Dugout Mugs wants to help you save some of that cold, hard cash that we're always talking about with SeatGeek. You're welcome, SeatGeek. Did you say SeatGeek? I did. All it's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all you got to do to save some of that. That aforementioned cold hard cash. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Basically, just you write DTD into everything, and you're gonna get. I mean, I would just you could go anywhere. Try like Amazon and type in. Yeah, DTD. go to. You never know. <laughs> I think we talked about this. Just go, just go to like any any website or platform that accepts promo codes, and just give it a go. Like you got nothing to lose. You literally have nothing to lose. You have everything to save, and in oh, these two 10%. instances, well, in the SeatGeek instance, you save twenty dollars, and the dugout mugs add. Read, Nate, finish it. It's basically just dugoutmugs.online forward slash DTD. Then you enter our DTD promo code, you get 10% off. So, I mean, if if you want to spend $200 at Dugout Mugs, that'll get it done. I'm all about that'll saving get, money. I'm all about yeah, saving the people money. That's what we do here. Saving lives, saving money. So we go. That's what we do here. Ad reads, interrupt each other, save you guys money. That's yeah. the form. That's the formula right there. Um, but uh, yeah, that uh, wraps up those couple feel good stories I wanted to cover. Uh, but speaking of another Nationals pitcher that's in the news, Steven Strasburg is uh, on the verge of possibly making the worst decision of his life. Nate, care to <laughs> expand a little bit? Oh my God! So he has an opt-out option uh, with, uh, as obviously a player option at the end of the year, to become a free agent, kind of play the field a little bit. Um, for those of you who don't know, he still has, I believe, four years left. If he does decide to pick up that option, he has four years left and a hundred million dollars left in that contract. On top of that, I mean that's a lot of money, twenty-five a year. For a dude that I don't know if I can put in the top five in the game, maybe top ten, maybe. 
It's a risk. It's a risk for that guy to walk down the stairs. Very, very risky health wise. So on top of that hundred, hundred million dollars, there's also a clause that he gets deferred money of $70 million over 10, what was it? 10 years, something like that. I think that's what, yeah. Yeah. 10. Dude, what are you doing? Figure it out. Figure it out. Why would you ever try to walk on that? Like you got a bag. You can retire. You can go have TJ surgery again if you want. Why would he do that, Nate? Why would why would he do that for fun? Because that deferred money. Is that what you're suggesting? Is for him to go have Tommy John just for fun, just for the kick of it, just for the the thrill of, just for the thrill of having that done to his arm. Yeah. What kind of what kind of advice is that? Thriller. I'm out here suggesting that snapping your humorous probably isn't the best move. And you're out here saying guys should just go get TJ for the fun of it. Well, mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Who are people going to listen to? I don't know. Just get your money. That's all I know. But all of this, all of this weirdness can be explained by one name. SeatGeek. No. Yes. One man's name. Um... Clifford the Big Red Dog. One man's name. Um, Prince. Scott Morris. Biggest clown of all agents. Yeah, that's a guy that really needs to figure it out. Well, no, I can't say that. He's clearly got it figured out. I mean, he's got it figured out. But still, I mean, you're getting there's there is a point of getting too greedy. This contract is straight gold. No reason to ever walk from this thing. And you're not going to get that money in security for four more years with your injury history. There's just no way. Scott Boris seems like the guy that legitimately cannot fall asleep at night unless he knows that his guys are getting every single penny. I mean, he's a snake, which makes a good agent. So, like, I get it. He is a good agent. But this is crazy. I can't imagine chasing something else. I can't imagine getting a contract just as good. Okay, so we know how you feel about it. But if you're him, are you opting out? Do you think he'll opt out? Hmm. Take into account take into account the his the playoff history and success of the Nationals. That would be that'd be something that I would be considering, regardless of money. Like if, if this is a guy that wants to go out and get a ring. Hopefully yes. That's that's a very fair point. That's very fair to bring up. Hopefully, if he does opt out, he would choose if he never gets that dollar amount again, he would choose a a team that has a um a better chance if they don't win it this year. But I think I think Max Scherzer is probably going to lead that first. You know what I mean? I think it really depends on what he chooses to do. Try this on for size. Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, Wade Miley. I'm not saying it would happen, and it won't Wait, happen. Wait, what? What? I'm, would you just hear me out? I'm saying it wouldn't happen, but how wild would that be? I mean, that would be crazy. But I'm, I, yeah, no. I'm just sure there hasn't opt out too, is or is he just? I'm just constructing this super rotation. Am I losing my mind here? Why do I feel like I'm wrong? You probably are. Chances are, in any scenario where you think you False. are, you probably are. I pulled that BJ Serhoff joint out of my. Booty, and I got that right. What is Scherzer's scenario? Uh, Contract-wise? Yeah. Well, Nate, I can tell you here in about three, two, one. 
He is in a contract that expires in 2021. Hmm. So and it's the end of the no season, options? 2020, 2021. Uh, does not appear so. He is a unrestricted free agent in 2022 at the age of 37. All right, never mind then. I'm thinking, I don't know. The, I mean, I would secure that money, but it also depends. I mean, I'd say if the Nash, if he does pick up that option, the Nationals. I can't really see them being able to afford paying Anthony Rendon, you know? Which you have to keep. Between the two, I'm keeping Anthony Rendon. Absolutely. One like I said, Scherzer's a liability. Or uh, Strasburg's a liability. Guy can't even walk down the stairs in full confidence. Like, Yeah. Get rid of that. So you have, to, you have to keep that in mind. Basically knowing, hey, if I stick around and I take this money from my team, they don't have money to spend anywhere else. Or do we have a good chance of winning a ring? I would say no. So if you are chasing a ring, Strasburg, opt out and go join some super rotation. Or you hang on and see what the Nationals do. And maybe they go sign Garrett Cole. And now you have Scherzer, Garrett Cole, and Steven Strasburg at the top of your rotation. That could be crazy too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Walk me through that one more time. What do you mean? What did you just say? If the Nationals go sign Garrett Cole, I'm going to pick up my player option if I'm Steven Strasburg. Oh, I thought you just said the same thing that I did. I thought you said Strasburg was one of the Astros. I heard Garrett Cole. I got confused. Yeah. It shows you don't listen to me. I started You're looking probably around. Looking something up. I'm not. I'm not looking around. I'm just. I'm. I actually was looking at our next segment, a segment uh-huh. that I'm. I'm very excited uh, uh-huh. to introduce for the first time. Let's get it. Doesn't have a name yet, but I was thinking something along the lines, and just hear my logic out before you make fun of it and ridicule it. Okay. Stupid. I was going to call it Rounding the Bases with Nate. And the reason I was going to call it that is because there's four bases on a baseball diamond. And this topic, I know, groundbreaking. This topic, or this segment rather, is going to be something where I read you a headline, a given issue uh, circulating the headlines of the game, uh, just a little random fact, and you are going to be allotted four words to respond. Oh boy! Okay. So, so I have I I didn't tell you four about this. Four or less. I mean, four would be ideal because we're not settling for doubles or triples here. Uh, so four if possible. And I've got ten ten bullets here that I'm Your gonna bullet. I'm gonna read off. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm putting you on the spot here. I didn't tell you about this. I don't like this. All right. Rounding the bases with Nate, take one. Here we go. Royals being sold for $1 billion. I have four words that I can use. Four words. That is insanely overpaid. Well done. Not bad. Christian Yelich being featured in the ESPN body issue. Everyone thought that to be weird. That's too many words. That's, Damn it. That's too hard. way too many words. You're like touching home and then asking the umpire if you can run them again. That's just not. I'm just that fast. Not how that works. You got to settle for six. Moving on. Moving on. Hunjin Ryu earning more losses in the month of August than he earned the entire season before that, and as a result, likely losing out on the 2019 NL Cy Young. Ooh. It doesn't have to be four. Uh, you can go four or less. But just know that chicks take the long ball. <laughs> Longevity is not easy. Ooh, well done. Uh, this is a tip of the hat to your preseason prediction. The Brewers being five games back in the wild card. It's really 
Not surprising. Crap. Yeah, not surprising. <laughs> Killed it. I'm just helping you out. Pinch runner. Uh, Randy Dobnak. I don't know if you saw this. Randy yeah, Dobnak, who is a Twins pitcher, having we this was apparently part of an in-game graphic that we saw when he got brought into the game, having a 4.9 Uber rating, giving rides as recently as spring training. Uh, stats that really matter. Hey, solid, solid. Uh, the Diamondbacks being in the hunt after you so prematurely wrote them off. Well, I'll I'll take this fall there too. We were both <laughs> writing them off, saying that they didn't matter in the division, that they were bottom feeders, so on and so forth. Chase Field still sucks. All right. Well, that's that's uncalled for. <laughs> Uh, Vladdy Jr. having a pregame wiffle ball home run derby with Blooper, the Braves mascot, into the seats. Hmm. Mascots. Challenging players rocks. Love it. Uh, three more here. Ross Stripling reaching first via base on balls in Wednesday night's contest versus the, Rock- versus the Rockies as soon as I flipped the game on. Friend of the show. Well done. Two more here. The in-game graphic that showed the Red Sox bullpen following call-ups featuring 17 relievers. Wait, wait read that again. The in-game graphic that showed the Red Sox bullpen after the call-ups that featured 17 relievers. Hmm. You heard that correctly. The Red Sox have 17 (laughs) relievers. And apparently, it doesn't even matter. Mm. I might have just stolen it from you right there. It doesn't even matter. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the fall for that one. Uh, and lastly here, oh, I set you up for, for a good way to close it out here. Mannequin Machado breaking up a rookie's no-hitter with a single. He did that last night versus the Z-backs, I believe it was. Top of our list. I can't I can't say bum list. No, everybody knows. No, the list. Everyone knows. Everybody list. knows the list. The okay. list. Everybody knows. Mannequin. What a douche. freaking douche, man. I can't nice hair. stand that guy. That guy hasn't had good hair in like four years. Cannot stand the guy. Uh, We got some DMs. Mm, we sure do. A lot of them. You're welcome. Already. You got a lot of cool. Yeah, we got some We got some newbies on here, I think. Welcome newbies. And if we don't, then I apologize to anybody that I thought was a newbie. Because that's now we, there's definitely some newbies or be. some or some people, people that just uh, change their names maybe yeah dusting off uh, the three zero take off the shelf and bringing it back down into your rotation that's cool I love it that's which fun. we use this as a friendlier opportunity to remind you uh, that every day that we record we're accepting DMs which doesn't have to just be from the same old three four five six people. You can DM whenever you want. Yeah, that yeah. It doesn't have to be the day. It doesn't even record. have to be the day to record because, frankly, we don't even know the days that we're going to record. Oftentimes, because Nate is just all like super flaky and just never wants to record on the days that we had set aside. So, just DM us whenever you want. I can't even argue that. You're not even flaky. That was mean. Like oh. But for real, just DM us whenever. You got (laughs) questions, just hit us up. And I will be sure to get... In fact, we had a couple people do that for this one. They emailed... Or they DM'd me. Emailed me. They didn't email me. What year is it? uh, (laughs) 1900. (laughs) uh, Playing with the Moran brothers. Uh, No, they hit me up in the DMs like a couple days ago. And I was like, yeah, we'll get that on the show. So... Lead us off here. Mole electronic mail. Rodolfo asks, who will most likely opt out from their contracts. 
Um, been hearing my guy JD Martinez could be one of those people. Uh, I like I just don't know. I mean, you look at how the market panned out the last year or two with guys that we just. I mean, granted they ultimately ended up getting their money, but it's just one of those things where it's like I don't know if you'd want to take the risk. I mean, JD's got. I think he's got like 62 63 million left of his i think he's got three years left it's like i'm sure you could get more i'm sure he of all people could get more if he wanted to but i mean if he likes where he's at i don't like i don't know yeah i'm going to go with chapman no kenley jansen I'm going to say if the Dodgers don't win it this year, Kenley Jansen. Throwing up the deuces? It's going to find a new home. That's what I think. Uh, Daniel asks, if the season finished today, which playoff team has the best slash worst pitching? Well, Daniel, if we're going off numbers here, the Dodgers have the best team ERA at 3-4-4. Shout out Ross Stripling. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees have the worst ERA mm-hmm. at four three nine, which mm-hmm. actually this is like Cax Facts Part Two of this episode. Nate, did you know that there are four non-playoff clubs with better team ERAs than the Yankees? Like, if the postseason started today, there would be four teams that aren't making it into the playoffs that have better team ERA. Nice, that's cool. I mean, I know based on your sarcastic, I don't care tone. Yeah. That you simply don't care. I just wanted to share that fact with you. I was thinking I'd get a little more appreciation for the fact that I went above and beyond to to find that. To really to really that. enhance the show. I appreciate it. But that. if you're gonna sit here and just Well carry this please. carry this arrogant aura Truthfully. about you. Truthfully, you aren't enhancing the show because you forgot one of our segments. And one of those segments would be 3 Fuego. This connects because my pick for 3 Fuego is, in fact, a pitcher. And to add on to that... He pitches for the Yankees. Mr. James Paxton is my 3-0 Fuego. Back-to-back, one hitters in his last two starts. Expect him to continue this streak of good starts going into the postseason. That is my 3-0 Fuego pick that you forgot to add in. Do you have yours? Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I didn't really do any research for this, so I'm just going to throw <laughs> our guy Jock Peterson out there. Uh, yeah, it was a six at bat stretch where he had five knocks. One of the, or I guess the sixth, or no, I guess technically it was his third at bat was the double. But did you see the double? No, to hit like the top of the literally hit the top of the fence and yeah. like came back up and then fell to the ground. So mm-hmm. dude's about three inches from going six or six with six bombs. So impressive. That's my three o fuego. You know, honestly, his swing just like really bothers me. Like, oh, it's his extension is just like it's so weird looking, but he it works. And people are giving him crap too because it was like, oh, it's just BP pitching against the Rockies, and I'm like, okay. that's that's not how that works. That's not yeah, how any this of this is, works. <laughs> this is Major League Baseball. Uh, Jack asks. Why is it that the Cardinals are just meh to most people? As a fan, I'm biased, so I don't get it. If there was a team that embodied one of its star players almost to a T, it's the Cardinals, a la Paul Goldschmidt. They're just the most plain white bread team there is, which I'm, I'm not taking anything away from them. They're a talented ball club. I don't really think we've said too many negative things about them on this show. They're just a team that puts their nose to the ground and just grinds it out. 
And I think with that, as we've mentioned on here, the whole Cardinal Way thing, I think with that comes a little bit of lack of notoriety throughout a 162-game season, especially as we talked about last episode with the whole Midwest lack of bias, if you will. Like people want to talk about East Coast bias and how the West Coast gets no love. No, West Coast gets plenty of love. You want to talk about somebody that doesn't get love, a region that doesn't get love, it's the Midwest. Cardinals get no love. And it seems like they're fine with that. It seems like their fan base doesn't really care. They're going to keep going to games. In fact, I think they were, I think I saw the tweet they put out the other day where they were like the fourth quickest team to reach X amount of people for attendance this season, blah, 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 behind like the Yankees, Astros, something. I can't remember. But anyway, their fan base seems to be fine with it. It doesn't really seem like they need the recognition. So I don't know. To be fair, Jack, I chose the Cardinals to win the division and also make it to the World Series this year. So, I mean, that's fine, but I believe I had them in the playoffs, so it's not like I just completely disregarded them. Like, you completely disregarded another team in that division. Oh, yeah, and you totally disregarded the best team in baseball. Actually, no. Actually, no. I'm looking at the graphic right now. I completely disregarded the Cardinals. I did not have them in the postseason. So, scratch everything I just said. You got cocky and you were wrong. That's just that's a that's a want. terrible combination. That's not what you want. Hey, Anthony Cardinals are asks, good. What's the biggest regret and accomplishment of your baseball lives? Well, he said lives, but I said before we hopped on the show, we're going to switch up to baseball lives because I'm not trying to get that deep on this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to say biggest accomplishment of our baseball lives, well, individually speaking, uh, I'm going to say, I mean, I don't know, I guess having the fortune of getting to play college ball, I mean, not a lot of people get to do that and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to sit here and say, making it to States on the 12 year old all-star team with you, Nate. I'm sorry. Like that was great and all, but that was not my expectation, but I do know that you were going to steal mine. Yeah. I mean, play, getting to play college ball, like, I'm not going to sit here and brag, like, oh, like, I went D1. I didn't go D1. I played D3, but still an accomplishment to me. So, Yeah, earning a scholarship is a, is a big deal. So I think that's a good accomplishment. I won't go the same one. I guess I'll say I got to play in the Junior Olympics, which was kind of cool. It was like on the Colorado team. Got to play on like uh, – the Peoria complex down here with the Padres and the Mariners facility and everything play against other states. And I actually like got to see Bryce Harper at the same time. He was, he's, he's our age, but he was playing up in 18 U cause obviously, but uh, that was kind of cool. Do you have a regret? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say honestly also related to the whole college ball thing. I, I would say that I wasted my first three years putting so much pressure on myself to like perform and it took until my senior year to realize like all right I'm not going pro nobody else on my team right now is going pro like I just need to enjoy this last season of baseball that I have and I went out and had one of the best seasons I've had in college and I look back and I was like brutal I wasted those first three years just trying so hard Mm, my regret would say leaving catching should have stuck with that a little yeah, bit. I don't more. know why you left catching, man. Yeah, catching's pretty awesome. Uh, Ty asks, do you think the Indians will make it into the postseason with all the injuries as of late? Uh, Ty, they could lose their first – no, they could lose <laughs> their first 50 games. What did I say it was? Yeah, that was it. Lose their first 50 games and still win the – Division by that's what it was, and still win the division by double digits. Doesn't look like that's going to happen, no. uh, but I'm still confident that they will make it further than the Twins somehow. Oh yeah, I agree. And I say that as the twin. I I felt like an idiot tonight. I was. We just got done talking about how I wasn't going to buy into the Twins hype, and then they proceed to take two of three from the Sox <laughs> in just an absolutely pivotal pivotal series. And in just, yeah, in Fenway, just brutal. 
Um, yes, they're still making it. Vin asks, do you think that, oh boy, do you think that Didi is going to stay a Yankee with the rise of Glaber and DJ and considering Didi's age? Well, I think Didi, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Didi's 29. DJ is 31, I believe. So I, don't, I won't mm-hmm. say age is the issue, but I just think with the Yankees, it seems to be their problem just about every year because they dish out a lot of money. Uh, is They just have log jams all over the field. And I think we saw this issue coming into the season because we knew that DD was uh, kind of waiting in the wings a little bit with his... What, what was he coming back from? TJ. Yeah, he was kind of waiting that out. And so we just knew as baseball fans that the Yankees were going to have a little bit of over-depth, if that's even a thing. And it seems like they handled it well, but doesn't change the fact that they just had way too many infielders. So I'll be curious to see what happens with all of that. You probably have a better idea. Here's the truth. Uh, DD is a late bloomer, so I don't really think 29 is an elderly thing. Um, it took him a while to get some spotlight coming from the Diamondbacks organization. Didn't really get an opportunity. Plus, I think they had him playing second base a lot. Um, very solid defensively. His swing is built for Yankee Stadium. We also saw that there was a ridiculous amount of injuries this year. Not saying that's going to happen again in the future. But for the uncertainties of health when it comes to a play, uh, when, when it comes to a a baseball roster, I think this year it's it's really helped them having these options. Not to mention, Didi can now play, or I'm excuse me, DJ can now play second, third, and first base. Glaber can have a day off, or he can give Didi a day off and go play shortstop. So, I think there's enough moves in the infield that keep these guys fresh and keep them productive. And I don't see DD going anywhere because that dude is loved in, you know, Yankee fan base. So I don't see him going anywhere. I think he, I think he's sticking around. Uh, Brian asks, are we ignoring the fact that Jorge Soler is five bombs behind Mike Trout? I mean, he plays for the Royals. So, I mean, what can we really expect? Again, just further adding to my Midwest lack of bias point that i made yeah i mean i get what you're saying but like i said before before we hopped on there's not really anyone else in that lineup to fear so i think it's even more impressive the fact that he's got 40 bombs because i think he can be pitched around much easier when there's no protection behind him so the fact that he still has 40 and he's probably experiencing some pitch around i think the dude's a stud um this is just another questionable move by the Cubs when they go through their trading moves of, of shipping him out of town, I believe for a reliever, that's not even a Cub anymore. So go for Hazelair, big props. Uh, Max asks thoughts on Jack Flaherty lately, including his September 3rd start. He's got a 0.90 ERA over his last 70 ish innings, top 15 ERA in the league and top 10 whip in the league. I did not fact-check those numbers. Actually, I fact-checked the top 15 ERA, top 10, and WHIP. I do not know about the ERA, but I have full confidence that Max knows what he's talking about. I think Max did some research. I'm proud of that. Max I'm, did the research. This, this is a great DM. Max did the research that I simply just was not willing to do. Uh, but, yeah, I've he's actually been... I know you and I were talking about this uh, earlier, mentioning MLB Network. Ever since I've been home, I just have MLB Network on twenty four seven now. That's the way to do it. And he's been he's been a topic on there multiple times, and I'm glad to see that he's getting the recognition that he deserves, especially if he's putting these numbers up. And it's it, I mean it goes without saying he's obviously playing a very key role in the Cardinals' current success right now. And I'm sure that he will play an even better, more significant role 
assuming they slide into the postseason with ease. So, uh, Eric with a K wants to hear our opinion on this take. Michael Lorenzen is the most underrated baseball athlete in the league. I mean, I don't think it's a bad take. I mean, what was it that he just... What did he just do? It was the thing with Babe Ruth. It was like he got a win, hit a home run, and played the field all in the same game. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Stud. I mean, we already already knew he was an athlete because he's done all of those things at one point or another. Yeah. But to do it in the same game is pretty impressive. Stud. He's yoked. He's got a very decent swing, and he plays some pretty good outfield. Every time I hear about the guy, I feel like he's making leaping or diving catches in the outfield. So, but it's, I don't think anyone would disagree with your take, Eric. Uh, this one's all you, buddy. Ryan asks, way too early College World Series winner. I've been so just inundated with ML, like MLB news. That's what I'm saying. I have I no like, idea. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to, this isn't even going out on a limb. I'm just going to say Vanderbilt. Like, why not? <laughs> like it's a safe bet. Nobody's gonna call me an idiot for picking them, so Yeah. That's my pick. Very fair. Eric with a C asks, What's the answer to all my ticket needs? Uh well, do you want me to tell you, Nate? I don't know if I've ever heard an answer to this question. Wait, for real? No. I haven't told you about SeaKeek. No. Well, Nate, it's the answer to all your ticket needs. I'm so proud of you ending right there. I didn't think you were going to end. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to now down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you you can find tickets, games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. So all you got to do is save some of that. I guess it's cold hard cash. Enter promo code DDD at checkout. There you go, Eric. Brutal. Eric, at first I liked it. It was creative. Now this is on you, man. That that was all on you. I mean, I'm not upset that that happened. I'm sure you're not. Well, that'll do it for us. You got anything? No. We're like an hour and 45 minutes. We got to get out of here. Not even close, dude. Not even close. <laughs> Your sense of time is wildly totally incorrect. Yeah, I got golf in the morning. I need to go to bed. Oh, rough life, dude. Well, that'll do it for us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating interview. Nate, how many stars? Number of times Kyle interrupted me tonight. We interrupted each other? That's better. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys early next week. Curveballs, don't chase them, especially if they're from your brother. Ooh, we love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.